Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. And before we begin, as usual, let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. Heavenly Father, it is such a joy every day that we get to sit with you and know that you desire for us to know your Word, that it brings you pleasure and joy when your people, your children, seek out new things about you and ways that you have uh, asked us to live and, Lord, to look for your Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth so that we might be uh, following our God and doing as you have prescribed that we do. I pray today, Lord, that you will teach us by your Holy Spirit those true ways that you want us to live and then empower us to live according to those ways we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. The title to today's lesson is The Jews Obey Mordecai, and it's taken from the book of Esther, chapter 9, and verse 23. Mordecai sent out letters to the Jews located in the 127 provinces of the Persian Empire. They contained information concerning an annual time of celebration that was to be enjoyed by Jews everywhere because they were victorious over their enemies who desired to destroy them. In chapter 9 and verse 23 of the book of Esther, we see the Jews' response to Mordecai's request. We read, And the Jews undertook to do as they had begun, and as Mordecai had written unto them. The verse begins, And the Jews undertook to do as they had begun. Because of their triumphs, the Jews had already begun to celebrate. We read in verse 19 in this ninth chapter, Therefore the Jews of the villages that dwelled in the unwalled towns made the fourteenth day of the month of Adar a day of gladness and feasting, and a good day, and of sending portions one to another. Now that Mordecai's letters came to them, their gladness, feasting, good days, and sending portions was confirmed. It was as though Mordecai solidified what they were already doing, and now they could repeat their festivities every year. They simply obeyed Mordecai and continued doing what they had been doing. In verse, uh, the next part of the verse, it says, and Mordecai, as, and as Mordecai had written unto them. It would have been one thing for the Jews to have had a time of joy and gladness when they feasted and shared in their triumph, and it would have been quite another to make this a national holiday. They had a choice when the letters came from Mordecai. They could have altered his request or simply disobeyed it. However, they knew the position of Mordecai within the kingdom, and this time of annual observance was a good thing for them. Rather than resist him, they undertook to do all that Mordecai encouraged them to do. Perhaps for a moment we can imagine receiving a letter like this from someone who we knew had our best interest in mind. What if we were told to hold annual feasts to celebrate victories in our lives? Even as children, we were reminded to be thankful for things given to us. And when we read words such as Mordecai's, the basic idea is to be grateful for God's provision. The annual feasting of the Jews would be such a time as this, and it becomes an inspiration for us to be thankful and to have hope for our futures. These yearly feasts will remind us that God was with us in the past, and he will be with us in our days ahead. 
May we join the Jews in annual times of celebration to remember to thank God for his provision in the past and hope in God for our futures as well. Next time, we will review why this annual celebration began. So read ahead and we shall join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word. In Jesus' name.